0: Hello leaders. welcome to Bible Study for the month of May. I hope you are all doing well. I hope you have been basking in the everlasting love of the Father towards you and walking in the light of Christ. Um, it's still our mode of light, so I hope that you have been letting the light of Christ in you shine brightly. To the world around you, and, and I also pray that the light of Christ has been shining brightly in your heart, and bringing you revelation, understanding, and clarity of things that you did not know or understand before in the Word of God, and also in other areas of your life. I pray that the light of Christ has been revealed to, uh, has been revealing things that have been hidden or concealed and were supposed to be you know, revealed to you. In Jesus' name, amen so today for today's bible study i'm going to be sharing with you on how to walk by faith why is this important for us to do a study on because the bible says that the just shall live by faith okay because um faith is the agency through which we became saved and um brought into to our salvation in christ jesus and our fellowship with god the bible says that we're saved by grace um, through faith, okay. But faith is not just something that has brought us into, you know, salvation and brought us into relationship with God and it is also something through which God expects us to continue to live by and that's why the Bible says the just shall live by faith. It is not just something that we came into the fold with. It's something that God wants us to continue to live by. Why is faith also important? Because it is only through faith that we are able to please God. Hebrews 11 6 talks about how without faith it is impossible to please God. Okay and we are called as children of God to please God our lives. Supposed to be a living sacrifice to God, which is holy and acceptable. So, in order to please God, we have to not just be living in faith sometimes in some seasons, living by faith and walking by faith has to be a lifestyle. Faith has to be something we live by. It is true faith that we live out of the promises of God in Christ Jesus. It is true faith that we are able to. The Bible says that through faith and patients, they were able to inherit the promises of God. It is true that we are able to know with every promise that God has made to us in Christ Jesus. The Bible talks about how um, um, the promises of God in Christ Jesus are yes and amen. God has made promises to us and the Bible says that God does not lie and he brings every word that he believes comes to pass. Okay, all these promises are yes again in Christ Jesus means that they are already settled in Christ Jesus. So they are already available in Christ Jesus. But it is true faith that we are able to draw those things from their spiritual state and into the material and natural manifestation. It is true that we are able to lay hold of them tangibly, both on the earth and even the promises that are going to fully materialize in the world to come. Okay, the new in heaven and in the new earth. And it's also true that we overcome the world and the enemy, the attacks of the enemy, the antics of the enemy. The Bible tells us that faith is the shield through which the death and the attacks and the, the, you know, the attacks of the enemy are able to be nullified and quenched. They are able to overcome the attacks of the enemy through faith. And that is why faith has to be a lifestyle for us. It has to be something that we live by. If we are not living by faith, we are treating ourselves of so many things, of the fullness of the experience of our salvation in Christ Jesus. It is also by faith that we are able to grow up. In our salvation. So, what are the ways that we can kind of walk by faith? What are ways that we walk by faith so that we are always living by faith as God wants us to? One by one, by believing. The Bible talks about how. Um, those who come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him believing is so important how do we believe that like believing in the reality existence of God believing that God is who he says he is believing that God first of all is real okay and that's why the Bible says he who comes to God must believe that he is that he is actually there that even though our natural eyes or our natural senses can't see him that he is more real than even what we can see and that's why Jesus said to me disciples that blessed are those who believe without sin by believing but also believing not just in who God is but in what his word says to us in his wisdom the wisdom that he has revealed in the world in, the, in his word okay the world has its wisdom for the different ways that we should live our lives for how we should you know do things that we, we do the world has its wisdom the world has its own wisdom the world will believe the wisdom of God over the wisdom of the world We are are believing, we are acting, and we are watching by faith. We are watching, we are putting our faith and our trust in God's wisdom over the world's wisdom by living our lives in a way that His Word, the wisdom of His Word, dictates rather than the wisdom of the world. Another way that we exercise our faith through belief is by believing the promises of God revealed in His Word. Okay, we are also believing not just who He is, not just the wisdom of God revealed in His Word, in His principles, in His precepts, in His instructions, but also believing his promises for us in Christ Jesus, the promises that he has revealed in his word, what he has promised us that he will do, that he will perfect all that concerns us, what he has promised us the only weapon will the only form the day so shall prosper. There are so many promises of God that are revealed to us and the thoughts that he has for us are for good and not for evil to give us a future and a hope that he will come again. There are so many promises of God we believe in the word of God. I want to believe those promises, we are watching by faith. You know what we, we choose to walk in belief of what his word is or what his promises are. Even though the Bible talks about even though sometimes it looks as if our lives are not necessarily you know uh, our lives don't seem to necessarily reflect what his promises are for us are saying we still choose to believe and that's why we're believers. The Bible talks about Abraham and how he did not allow his faith to waver. Okay, he didn't allow his faith to waver, seeing that he is good in the deadness of Sarah's world the fact that he was old in age, he didn't allow his faith to go back. But he continued to believe God, even against hope, meaning that even against what the natural circumstances that he could see were showing, him, were, show, were showing him, he still chose to believe God's promise to him. That is the same way we walk by faith as children of God, by choosing to believe in God's promises, by choosing to live by God's promises. When we believe that by, in God's promises, we are we are seeing God's promises concerning our lives as more know than whatever it is our circumstances might be showing us. And that is how we know the of the promises of God eventually in our lives. That is what brings us into manifestation. Like Abraham, it is because of his faith and because he continued to believe that the word of God, the promise of God, eventually came through in his life. He was able to inherit. God's promise for him, because he continued to believe and do not believe as the Bible says in unbelief. So that is more way to walk by faith as a child of God. Another way to walk by faith as a child of God is to walk in obedience. To walk in obedience to the wisdom of God revealed in his word, to the instructions of God, to the precepts of God, and to walk in obedience to the specific you know, instructions or revelations of God to us. Now, the Bible talks about how Abraham in Hebrews 11, verse 8, it was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and to go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. And even when he used the land, God promised him he lived there by faith but he was like a foreigner living in tents. Remember, just to to... to quickly add we don't just inherit the promise we don't just come salvation by faith we also live in our salvation by faith now Abraham obeyed God that was a, a, the Bible calls it it was by faith that he obeyed God so when we walk in obedience to God we live a life of obedience obedience to the word of God obedience to what God has revealed in his word the instructions that God has given us for concerning how we should live our lives now we're not just believing them we're also going a step further and acting in faith by obeying that word, obeying what the word of God says, how should we live our lives, what, who does God say that we are, and conforming our lives to that, that means we are obeying God's word. But that also talks about Noah and how it was by faith that Noah built a large boat. You know, obeying the instructions of God to us per time as well is working by faith. God, we take God's word, in this, we take the wisdom of God's word, the instructions of God's word and obey them. Because God said it. That is why you are living a life like that. Because God said it. That is that means that you are working by faith. That means you are the just who is in living by faith. And that means that you are pleasing God. Working by faith also means that we are you know, obeying the specific instructions of God to us. For example, God gave Noah a specific instruction. We told him, build a large boat. And at this time, you know, they had never seen rain in the world. They they only had dew, you know, from the ground, the water, the plants. They had never been rain before. But God gave Noah a specific instruction and told him to build a large boat and told him what was to come. And the Bible talks about how it took faith it was by faith that Noah believed, even though Noah had never seen. I don't even believe that there was. I believe that, that was the first boat ever um, created in the world. He had never seen what a boat looked like before. What God was showing him, the picture God was showing him was the first encounter he was having in the natural about what a boat looks like. So God was asking him to build something, to do something that he had never seen before. And you know, our natural standards, our natural senses. You don't want to look foolish, you know, obeying God. A lot of the things that has to do with obeying God, almost that's what the Bible says, makes us look foolish. And that's what the Bible says, the wisdom of God is foolishness into the natural mind. Okay, and that is why it takes faith to walk with God. It takes faith to live the leave out the Christian life. And to walk with faith, you have to be committed to obedience, to obeying the Word of God, instructions for how God wants you to live your life as a believer. You have to be committed to obeying the specific instructions of God to you what God wants you to do with your life the purposes of God for your life the assignments that God has for your life the specific instructions the things that he asks you to do that is when you obey those instructions you are walking by faith and you are pleasing God and walking by faith another way that we walk by faith as you know children of God is by praying By prayer and by confession. When we pray, when we come to God, it's an act of faith. When we confess, the Bible says that we have in the same spirit of faith. We believe and we therefore speak. So we don't just stop at believing God, word, we also speak the word of God. That is walking by faith. We actively open our mouth and confess, and that's why the Bible says that by confession we are brought into salvation. Okay, with the hard man believes with the mouth; confession is made unto salvation. So confession, confession of the word of God, is a way of walking by faith. Not just seeing God's word and say, oh, I believe it. No, what are you saying? Are you confessing the word of God? For example, I d- I talked about how this month of me is the month of light. It's our month of light. I personally, every day when I wake up and I have my quiet time, after praying, I begin to confess the word of God concerning what God has said, the scriptures that God has given me concerning the month of light. I declare that the light. I have the light and the light of my word and the light of Christ shines brightly in, and, in me and in, in God, the light of God shines brightly to my world and that light is attracting men and women, kings and queens, the brightness of, them, of, of my rising. is attracting men and women, kings and queens, to the light of Christ that is shining through me. I declare that as the light of Christ attracts men and women, kings and queens, people, to the to my light, that they are being impacted by the light of Christ. The, the Christ is being revealed to them. They are being transformed by the word of God. They are being transformed by Christ, okay, by the revelation of Christ that is being shining, is, is shining forth to my Life, so there are so many things that you do. You take the word of God, and you don't just believe it, you believe it that's an act of faith, but you also go a step further to confess it. That is you taking the word from a place of. Um, should I say, you yeah, are activating the word of God that God has given to you through your confession. Okay, You are making, you are saying that the light of Christ is shining in my heart, in my life, bringing me revelation of things that I did not know before in scripture, bringing me understanding and clarity and insight to things that I did not know before, both in the scriptures I and mean, in different areas of my life, things that I need to know, bringing me wisdom, you know, understanding, giving me direction in every area, that is how to confess the word of God and to walk in faith by confessing the word of God in our lives. The Bible also talks about how Jesus talked about if we, um, when we pray, believing in will have whatever we ask, ask of the Lord. Because prayer is a revelation of our faith in God. And that's why Hebrews 11.6 says, so who comes to God must believe that he is, it takes believing in God to come to God in prayer. Some people can pray, without actually believing. And that's why Jesus said, it is when we pray, believing that you will receive. So, one of the ways to activate your faith, to walk in faith, you know, is to come to God in prayer, to come to God knowing that he is and that he hears you when you pray and that he will do what you have asked of him when you pray. That is how to act, walk by faith as a child of God, to have a lifestyle of prayer, to have a lifestyle of confessing the word of God. The Bible says we have in this same spirit of faith we believe and then we dare for speak. I also want to add that there's not um, every believer has faith. The Bible talks about how we have all been given a measure of faith. And you know, some people feel oh, my faith is not so good, so my faith cannot remove really mountains. And it reminds me of when the Apostles the disciples of Jesus Christ saw um, that Jesus had spoken to the fiction tree and the tree had dried up to their, its roots when they came back that way again and they saw that, oh, what Jesus said actually came to pass and they asked Jesus and they said increase our faith and Jesus was like, what you don't need is increase, or what you need is not actually increase of faith he says if you have faith as small as a mustard seed that means even though your faith is not so weak You can say to this mountain, be removed. Remember, say again confession. You can confess to this mountain, be that removed, and be that cast into the sea and it will be done unto you. Okay? So acting on faith has a lot to do with confession and we all have faith as children of God because every believer has been given a measure of faith. And it's even by acting on that faith through the obedience, through believing, through obedience, through confession, through prayer, that our faith increases and becomes strengthened with time. Okay, another way to act to walk by faith as a child of God is to wait on God you know, to wait, to the ability to wait. You know, Hebrews 11 verse 9, it talks about how by faith he dwelt in the land of promise as a foreign country, joining in, t- in tents with Isaac and Jacob, in the ending of the same promise. But he waited for the city which has foundation, whose brother and maker is God. You know, he was able to wait because he had faith in God. He trusted the word of God, and that gave him the strength to wait. It is true faith that we are able to conceive the ability to wait on God. The Bible talks about they who will believe in will the make peace. Those who have faith. It says that those who, who wait on the Lord shall be in their strength. It, it takes faith in God to wait on God. It takes, I, I think, during one of our, um, our past devotionals this year, um, one uh, about faith devotionals. I talked about how um, trusting in a faithful character, but and I give an example I heard from a pastor um, how he was talking about how um, his mother was needed a drug for something, and they had one of the brothers called and said, "Okay, let me get it." But the mother said, oh this, other, oh, this this your other brother has already said you're this drug by tomorrow morning. And the brother said, oh, if he has said that, there's no problem. I trust his character. We will definitely pay you that money. So I talked about how, and eventually that morning, that, that brother, which one of one of her sons, actually bought the drug. And I talked about how... That is what the Bible talks about, trusting the character of God. When we trust the character of God, the, the faithfulness of God, we are able to wait on God. Okay, she was able to wait and the father was able to tell her to come here and tell her to wait because he trusted the character of this, yeah, their father. Now, in the same way, when we trust the character of God, when we believe God, when we have faith in God because we trust him, because we trust who he says he is, we are able to wait on him, we are able to allow him, to wait that whatever promise he has promised, he will bring it to pass. We're able to wait in confident assurance because we trust God, because we have faith in him. So having waiting on God is a manifestation of our faith. It's a working out of our faith. This is also why Hebrews 6 verse 12 says um setting the example of those who are who inherit god's promise because of their faith and their patience through faith and patience they are able to have their they believe in god and then they are also able to wait on god because they have faith in god so waiting on god is a is a way to work in faith when god has given you a word because you you believe god and you wait on him god is pleased and we are walking by faith by waiting on god okay um by not making haste, you are, you are. Sometimes people want you to make haste in certain areas of your life, but you know what God has said to you, and you know that there's something that God is going to do. Now that doesn't take out the place of action. Remember what I t- said about obedience. Obedience is active faith. Is it's it's belief in action. So there is a place. There's always a place for action in faith. But even in faith, there's always a place for waiting. You can't. You can't. You can't outdo God, okay, you can't, you have to be acting, even in faith, your action has to be because as a response to God's word, not just because you are the one pushing yourself, but when you are waiting on God, it's because... God has told you to wait, because you have confirmation that God is coming. Let's say God has promised someone, somebody is waiting for maybe the fruit of the womb, or somebody is waiting for a job opportunity, or somebody is waiting for something in particular. You are able to be patient and wait on God, even though it's not easy to the flesh. But you are able to wait in a patient state because you trust God, that because God has promised that He will come and He will show up at just the right time. Okay? Faith in patience in us now another way to walk by faith is by an um, endurance the ability to endure is, 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 a, is, a, is a manifestation of faith okay the ability to endure is a manifestation of faith now I want to read Hebrews 12 verse 2 so, Hebrews 12 verse 2 talks about um, Jesus and it says looking on Jesus the author and finisher of our faith you know, Jesus is our perfect example of faith. That's what he's saying. And this is telling us that he did. That for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. And now we are sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So faith is it's a, it's, it's manifested or, you know, um, is exemplified in endurance. Faith and manifestation of faith is our ability to endure difficult situations is our ability to endure because we know it has a lot to do with patience too because we know that even though the situation is not pleasant even though it's hard on my flesh even though you know it's not what i would choose naturally i can endure it because i know that there is a joy, that God says that after you have suffered a while, I will establish you, I will restore you, I will strengthen you, you know, God has given that promise. So because he has, I know that there is a joy set for me at the end of this trial, I know that there is a joy that there is glory at the end of this thing that I am going through, at the end of this test, I know that because of that I am able to endure, because, and that's why the Bible talks a lot about endurance of the child of God, enduring, you know, even harsh masters in situations where you need to endure. It's not ideal. It's not even accepting those situations. But it's saying that sometimes we are able to bear up under pressure because we know that there is a joy set for us at the end, because we know that God will reward us, because we trust in God, you know jesus is able to endure the cross the the harshness of the cross the pain of the cross the humiliation the shame of the cross because he knew that there was a joy that god has set for him at the end all right so endurance being able to endure through the. Um, trials we go through, the challenges we go through, without praying to God, of course. Endurance doesn't mean that we're not praying to God, we're not looking for you know, a way out of certain situations or, or a way through. Endurance helps us to go through things. Right? It helps us to go through things while hoping, without expectantly, without patient. We are enduring, we are bearing up under that harsh situation, that uncomfortable circumstance, but at the same time we are looking forward. Remember it said Jesus endured, not just for the sake of enduring enduring, but because there is a joy that was to come at the end of our endurance. We are waiting on God because we know that He will show sure. We know that there's a joy, there's a glory, there's a resolution, there's a strengthening at the end of our waiting, at the end of our endurance. So when we endure situations about praying to God, about making confessions, about believing in God, we are walking by faith as children of God, and that pleases God, that is pleasing to God. So before I go on, I also want to talk about how, you know, adds to what I said about confession and prayer being one of the ways we walk by faith. You know, the Bible talks about how we overcome the world through our faith. And the Bible talks about one of the ways and how our faith is ensured you know, is the show thing which we are able to, you know, quench the fiery darts and attacks of the wicked one, of the enemy. And the attacks that we're going through in this world both in our mind, the Bible talks about how we need to cast down imagination and every um, high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. The devil attacks us by telling, trying to feed us lies, you know, he wants us to believe his lies over the truth of God, because he knows that when we believe his lies, we will doubt for we will fall out of faith, we doubt for that we will lose, you know, the end of our faith, which is you know the salvation, the deliverance, the promise, the manifestation of the promise that God has given to us. So He wants to get us into faith. Now it takes our ability to confess, and that's why the Bible talks about the shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit of God, which is the Word of God, the Word of God in our mouths. You know, true confession, and that is why it's so important for us to be able to pray. It says being able to pray without prayer and supplication We will not be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. Being able to pray without prayer and supplication and being able to, you know, use the sword of the spirit, confess no confessions of the word of God. That is what helps us overcome the attacks of the enemy. And it's so important. For, I just wanted to reiterate on this, that when the devil is feeding you lies, faith is an active thing. You need to be able to, don't just, Stay back and you know, it, you know, don't just accept the lies of the enemy, you know, tell what he tells you about yourself, what he tells you about your life, Oh, things will always be like this, or oh, you will never come out of this situation, or oh, things will never get better, or oh, you will never get this thing, Oh, you have to work by faith by refusing, rejecting those lies. And confessing, because you believe, first of all, the word of God. remember, remind yourself that you believe God's word. And the Bible says, report would you believe? Believe the word of God. over the lies of the enemy. Now, after believing those words, pray the word of God. Let the sword of God, of the, of the spirit, be on your hands, which is the word of God. Pray and confess the word of God. Confess those things that you believe, that is in the word of God. What God's word has said concerning you. Let it be in your mouth. We having the same spirit of faith, we do not just believe, we also speak, we also confess. It is by confession that we enter salvation. Our confession leads us into the manifestation of that which God has provided for us, or into the manifestation of that which God has promised us and provided for us. I just wanted to add that. So another way that we work by faith is by giving, okay? By giving. Giving is one of the things that we work by faith. Hebrews eleven four talks about it was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offer to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man and God showed approval, showed his approval of his gifts. Remember how God says the Bible says that it is it is impossible to please God without faith. So the Bible talks about how Abel's giving Abel's giving it was by faith that Abel gave And that was how he got God's approval because he pleased God. So that means that Abel came out of faith because he trusted God, because he loved God because probably God had given the Bible doesn't tell us this but I believe that the Bible talks about how faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and the Bible says Abraham the Bible also talks about how faith is by faith that Abraham obeyed and Noah obeyed that these people obeyed right and faith is a rest they obeyed because they heard God's word just like the Bible tells us that faith is, is you know uh, faith comes by hearing so they also responded with faith because they heard God's word so I believe that Abel responded was able to Please God, like the Bible says, and act in faith and give and give something that like please God because he had heard God say something about what he wanted, how God wanted, him, what he wanted to receive. As as maybe first, that was the first prayer that we was told to give. What God wanted to receive, God had given probably given specifications, and because Abel, um, Abel believed God and you know trusted God, he gave that thing and that pleased God by faith. He responded to what God had said as an instruction, and that pleased God, um, and he gave him God's approval. Okay, so giving is one of the ways that we also please God. The Bible tells us that God loves a cheerful giver. The Bible tells us how we should not close our eyes to the needs of people around us, especially when we have. We should not turn somebody away who asks of us when we have the ability to give them. The Bible talks about how we should give towards the work of God, you know, how we should give those who labor and so go to your pastors, your leaders. The Bible talks about how we should give our family. You know, a, a believer is somebody who does not, the, the Bible says a believer must not ignore or you know, must provide for those of his own household. So our parents, our children, your parents, your um, your siblings, your family members, your relatives, whatever is within your ability, you know, the Bible, God has called us to love and one of the manifestations of love is given. And remember, the Bible says that Okay, so one of the things that we do as a response, one of the ways that we walk by faith is to give, give cheerfully, give generously, and in the ways that God has called us and called you to give. And we are so last but not the least, um um, the list that I I created on the ways that we walk by faith is one of the ways we walk by faith is through thanksgiving. The Bible talks about how. You know, in all things we should give God thanks because this is in First Thessalonians five verse eighteen. That's about in all things. I'm not sure if it's 18 or 16. I think 18. Uh, in all things we should give God thanks. But this is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. The Bible also talks about how we should be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we should let our requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard our hearts in Christ Jesus. So it talks about with prayer. You know, we should call with our requests known unto God with thanksgiving. Right? So things you know, Remember I talk about how prayer is a working out of faith. Thanks God, even at the point of prayer, is a, a, a manifestation, is a way to work your faith. You have you have prayed to God by faith and you know that He has heard you. And the Bible says that if you pray believing, you know, know that you have received. So if you believe what God has said, that when you pray believing that you have received, you know, what are you supposed to do even before you see it with your natural eyes? If you believe you have received you're supposed to thank God. You're supposed to wake up and wake up every day or go about your day and say, If you have prayed about something, remember what I you prayed about, like Filming this this um, video, or this Bible study triggered the mood that I had for something and I have prayed for that thing, so what I did was I just said thank you Father, because I thank you for providing this thing for me, thank you that I know that you have provided this for me, I thank you that I have received it in Jesus name, so every time I remember, I thank God that I have received it and I do this all the time, you know, and it works, I actually received that that I have asked God for, because I thank you for it. Because thanking God is one of the ways to walk by faith as a child of God. And that's like the Bible says, in all things, give thanks to God. And not just when you want things or when you pray for things, only when the will of God is known to you. when will be something you pray for, is so of alignment with God's will, and His goal about it in a certain way. Even in that situation, give God thanks knowing that God is good, knowing that God loves you and that his plans for you are for good and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. This brings us to the end of this um, Bible study, but remember the just shall live by faith. You are called as a child of God, to live by faith. And it is impossible to please God without faith. You live your life by believing in God, live your life by obeying God, live your life by prayer and confession. The Bible says pray continually, pray without season. You know, let your confession of your lips, always be unto God, but uh, then you live your life by being able to wait on God, being able to endure because you are waiting, because you are able to endure, because you are seeing the joy that is coming at the end, the restoration, the strengthening, you know, the, the deliverance, you are able to endure, being, uh, living your life by giving, living your life by thanksgiving, you are working by faith and you are living by faith that God has called you. To live by, so I hope that this I pray, and I hope that this Bible study has blessed you. And I just pray, Heavenly Father God, that even as we have received Your Word, we receive Your Word with meekness really and with gladness, because our hearts delight at the at the revelation of Your Word. We pray, Father God, that Your Word will not we will not just hear this word. We pray that Your Word will take meat in our hearts and bear much fruit in our lives. And we be those who are not just who do not just have a measure of faith seated dormant in our spirit. Will be those who live by faith, and we we'll have the testimony that because we live by faith, we we'll please you with our lives, and we inherit every promise of oh God that you have you have committed unto us. Will be those who, you know, for the joy set before us, endure our cross, and those who have a testimony because of our faith, a good testimony before your name, to the glory of your name, and before the world, in Jesus name. Amen. So thank you. Listen to today children and listen to today's Bible study. Um uh I encourage you if you can to do a study on your own of faith. You can lift from this the scriptures shown here and um, you know allow walk by faith, not just be aware of the word, be doer of the word. That is what we are called to, you know, to do as children of God. We are a lady, a woman, call. I invite you to join the God Lady and Sisterhood community um, on Telegram. What we do is we are, on that community on Telegram, we are able to receive our monthly, weekly faith devotionals that I send out at the beginning of every week to strengthen your faith, you know, to plant the seed of God's word in you, to remind you of what God's word says in general so that you can continue walking with God in a way that pleases him. Um and we, all, we also come together. We also kept updated with everything that is happening you know, in the ministry at large. Um, we are also able to join our monthly which would at the end of every month, you know, on the um, group on Telegram. So I call you to join. You can click the link in in the bio, in the description box, if you're listening on YouTube. But if you're listening um, through um, Spotify, Apple, any other show platform, you can go to godmadewoman.disha, godmadewoman.disha.page, and um, follow the link that leads you to join the community. If you don't want to join the community and you just want to see our weekly big devotionals, um, you can also follow the same instructions I just did now, the same directions, and um, click on the link that takes you to um, subscribe to our email list. All right? So thank you once again for joining today's Bible study. Don't forget to like this video. Um, Wherever, wherever you are listening on, help the algorithm. If you're not subscribed or following, me, subscribe and follow. Me and don't forget to share to bless somebody else. I'll see you in our next segment. God bless you. Bye-bye.